1420 WBSM presents Ray Lance of the USA Wealth Group. It's time to get your finances in order. Money Wise starts now. Good Sunday morning, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to Money Wise. Money Wise is brought to you every Sunday morning by USA Wealth Group. And we're happy to have you here. Today we're going to be talking about something that will apply to every single person listening. We're going to be talking about your home insurance, your renter's insurance, your car insurance. If you don't have insurance and you have an accident or something happens to your house, boy, you're in a real mess. So today we're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about some ideas of why you need to carry insurance, what does it mean for you, what does it cost. We're going to talk a little bit about that. We're also going to talk about how you might be able to save money because most people tend to just simply repeat and reinstate the insurance policy they had from the prior year. And it never occurs to them to take a look to see if, do they have the right coverage? Is it costing them too much money? Could they save money if they went someplace else and got a different quotation? But like every other consumer product that you buy, you need to make sure that you know what you're getting. You know, need to know what the details are. Uh, do you have renter's insurance, for example, if you have to leave your house for a while because you have something happen to your home. What if you don't have renter's insurance? Or the same thing might apply for a car. You have a car accident and you depend upon that car for transportation. What happens if you have a car accident? Do you have a, a binder or a rider in your insurance policy that allows you to go out and rent a car? If not, you're going to be out of pocket even a lot more money while your car is being fixed. So we're going to be talking about a lot of these subjects today. And I have to tell you, ladies and gentlemen, that you're in for a treat because we have one of the most loquacious people I've ever met in my life. <laughs> and if you know what loquacious means, Cheryl, do you know what loquacious means? Um, I'm going to let you explain that, Ray. Okay. Loquacious, <laughs> loquacious means that she talks a lot. She's really good. She has a great laugh and she loves to talk. So let me introduce you to Cheryl Marciano. And she's not related to the famous boxer. We've already established that. Correct. But Cheryl is the office manager for Lance Family Insurance Agency. She's a licensed insurance professional. Uh, she's everything you can imagine that would be coming under the definition of a pistol, a firecracker, <laughs> a hot ticket, uh, somebody who likes to laugh, somebody who likes to talk a lot. But more than that, she's very, very knowledgeable and she's very, very helpful to our clients. She's made more fans in our office probably than anybody has for years and years. She likes to do a good job. She's a hard worker. Uh, she does a lot of, uh, you do a lot of things for nonprofit agencies also, Cheryl. So Cheryl, good morning. Good Sunday morning, everyone out there. And Cheryl, you do a lot of volunteer work. I know that um, you belong to the Buzzards Bay Eagles. What's the Buzzers Bay Eagles? What do they do? Uh, Buzzers Bay Eagles is a nonprofit organization of people helping people. Um, the only um, prerequisite to join is to be sponsored. Um, all of our money goes to um, uh, nonprofit, and we raise so we don't keep any of our money. Okay, and you also belong to the Wareham New Bedford Elks. I do. And the VFW Auxiliary. Mm, yes, I do. Which is great. And... Um, you're an advocate for animals. You're an active member of Hearts for Paws. I am. Hearts for Paws is a no-kill animal rescue, and it is based solely on foster families. Oh. 
Um, my daughter got involved when she came back from Afghanistan. She served uh, the country for six years, and she really mm-hmm. wanted to make a difference when she got back. And so she decided to save uh, four-legged um, beings from um, death destruction and has many a time climbed under an abandoned building in New Bedford. Wow. And I guess the reason that you belong to the VFW Auxiliary is because your daughter was in the United States Army, correct? Correct. Good. Well, uh, we thank her for her service. And I always like to thank veterans because uh, veterans do a lot of really good things for our country. Well, welcome, Cheryl. This is, is this the first time you've been on a radio station? That I can remember. <laughs> okay. Well, Cheryl, do you know anything about insurance? I, As a matter of fact, I do, Ray. Okay. Well, we're going to talk about uh, insurance. And first of all, I would like to say that you're the office manager for Lance Family Insurance Agency. And uh, the office is located at 352 Fonts Corner Road in Dartmouth. And the phone number, if anybody wants to call Cheryl, we're going to repeat this a few times, is 774-992-0789. And if you can't remember that, you can always call us at USA Wealth Group and we'll get you transferred. And the USA Wealth Group number is a little easier, perhaps. It's 508-998-8858. So let me ask you a question, first of all. Um, You work for what's called an independent insurance agency, right? Correct. What is an independent insurance agency? So uh, an independent insurance agency is an agency that has access to um, many different companies. Um, A captive agent is someone like Farmers Insurance or Liberty Mutual, where that agent only sells that product. Okay. So that means then you have the ability to do quotations and find good rates for people from more than one company, from a lot of companies. Absolutely. We can shop around. Now, I happen to know that your agency, Lance Family Insurance Agency, also belongs to something called the SAN Group. Yes. Mm S-A-N. And... They uh, give you access to a lot of companies, don't they? Correct. So approximately how many companies do you have the ability to investigate for access to So uh, we have upwards of over 20. I believe it's between 20 and 30. Okay. (laughs) And um, you do that through the computer. Now, if somebody is interested and they want to ask a question, how do I know if I have the right coverage? First of all, you and uh, Peter Lance that you work with. Mm you can examine their policy, or the, what, what do you call it? You call it a deck page, right? Correct. The what? declarations page is basically the page that tells you all the coverages that you have. Like the summary pages. Correct. Okay, and on the summary pages, so it tells you, for example, on a car you've got uh, 1020 or 1040 insurance. Can you explain what that Correct. means? So on different, um, your liability on an auto policy is basically uninsured, underinsured, or insured. So when we say 2040, the Massachusetts um, state regulates that the minimum is 2040. Okay. Um, so that's 20000 and 40000 $20,000 per person. Okay. And it caps off at 40000 for the entire accident. All right, so if you were in an accident and you caused injury to somebody else, let's say there were four or five people in a car, and you're at fault, um, this is liability insurance that you carry on your own vehicle, correct? Mm -hmm. Correct. And it's designed so that if you've injured somebody in another vehicle, then it can be up to $20,000 of coverage per person Mm -hmm. or $40,000 coverage for the whole 
accidents. The whole accident. Each person. So, so that's um, a minimum that's required? Minimum and is not, and everyone um, who has ever been to the hospital today will know that $20,000 is not a lot of money. And if it caps out at forty, and there's three or four people in the car, you are now technically uninsured, I mean underinsured okay. for that accident. Which means you could be sued. Correct. You could be sued for the excess. And by the way, as a quick tie-in, um, that's one of the reasons that if you're a homeowner, we always recommend that you have a homestead declaration on your house because the homestead declaration will protect you against things like not having enough liability insurance on your car. Um, Correct. We're going to talk about homeowner insurance as a separate matter, but do you normally recommend, if you see somebody with the minimum, twenty forty or 20000 40000 that's just liability coverage, do you recommend that they have more than the minimum usually? I absolutely do. Okay. I try to express to um, um, the clients that come in when I do a comparison between two policies, and they say, "Well, this is this is what I'm paying," and I can clearly see that they have twenty forty, and I show them a fifty one hundred or two fifty five hundred, which is two hundred fifty per person, five hundred for the accident, and give them the cost differential and how technically it's pennies on the dollar mm-hmm. per year that you're paying, and I can impress enough, especially if we have young drivers um, in the home or if you have an expensive home or if you own your own business Um, with young drivers, um, uh, which we all know they actually cost upwards of three times more when they first start driving. Um, And the reason being is because young drivers are easily distracted. Okay. Well, I promise that um, on, on the way back that I won't look at my phone once so that I won't be a distracted driver, Cheryl. Me thinks he doth lie. <laughs> no, 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 no. We don't quote Shakespeare on this show. or You have to allow me to quote Shakespeare. That's right. I forgot about so, that. Anyway, uh, I saw a bumper sticker once, by the way. It said, I have good brakes. Do you have good insurance? Mm-hmm. I'm always reminded of the scene from Fried Green Tomatoes. Does anyone remember that movie? Of course. Uh, where the young girls keep cutting her off, cutting her off, and finally she gets so angry, and I can't remember the name of the actress, and she slams into these two young girls, and she says, I may be older, but I have better insurance. Hmm. Well, same sentiment. Well, we don't encourage anybody to drive that way, but you know what? There's no manners on the road today, is there? We were discussing in in the car on the way over here, Ray, um, that even when you let people out into traffic, they don't thank you. They don't tilt your head. They'd rather cut you off. And we were also discussing the issue about road rage. Yeah. I slowed down this morning on Fonts Corner Road on the way to the station. And because somebody had a left blinker on and they needed to cut across two lanes of traffic. And I blinked my lights and signaled they could pull out. And they did. And you might think they might wave at you or say thank you in some fashion. No, nope, it's just... Mm-hmm. Continue on your way. Exactly. So if somebody does a courtesy to you on the highway, you know, just wave your hand and say thank you. It's a polite thing to do, isn't it? Absolutely. So we're talking this morning with Cheryl Marciano. And the one thing you're going to find about this show is you better have your listening ears on because not only do I talk a lot, but I think Cheryl can out-talk me. What do you think, Cheryl? Um, I think you and I, mm, there could be a tie. So I'm going to give you a, a little uh slogan for you to put on your car. Now, you're an agent, correct? Correct. All right. So here's a quotation for you. Agents kick apps. (laughs) Here. 
You I like want that. that. So much? You can have that. Are one. you going to get that for me? Put it yep. on my bumper sticker. No, I love it. I'll give you the piece of paper. How's that? <laughs> <laughs> you can actually you can blow it up into a bigger font, and you can put it in your office and have it on display. I actually like this one. Have you hugged your insurance geek today? <laughs> no, we don't have any insurance geeks. But you know what? Uh, Cheryl is extremely dedicated. So we've only talked so far about liability coverage in a car. Mm-hmm. What about? Um, Property damage. What does property damage cover? So there's several um, uh, sections to an auto policy, and everyone knows liability is one, um, medical payments. But physical damage today, I find, is a very important one. A lot of people don't understand what physical damage covers. Okay. So um, a, a, an example, I had a friend many years ago um, in an ice storm who hit a patch of ice and slid into her town's telephone pole. She destroyed the telephone pole. Um, luckily, she was not badly injured, um, but she was responsible to pay for the telephone pole. Okay. That is a, an example of physical damage. Um, by that's, accident, that's not cheap, is it? It is very expensive to replace, and they will bill you for it. Hmm. That is under physical damage. Now, we can also say... Um, you know, I bet most people don't think about that. You hit a telephone pole, well... You don't think who's going to pay for yeah. it. Exactly. Someone's stone wall by accident. um, This happens in rural areas. I don't know, a cow, some chickens, some geese. Oh, forget the turkeys during uh, November. And you swerve and you hit someone's stone wall. That's physical damage. A mailbox. But most importantly today, and and I have to emphasize, uh, we seem to have an increase of people hitting the gas when they think they're in reverse. Yeah. So I think that happens a lot with older people, too. We see it on the news yes. all the time, don't we? So storefronts and those things, that is physical damage, which you are liable for. So okay. physical damage is very important to carry. So let me tell you about physical damage that happened at our office before you arrived there. Oh. Uh, we have a stone wall out in front. The stone wall was actually constructed by the town of Dartmouth. It's technically on town property. Mm-hmm. But we had a driver that came along on Fonts Corner Road, and I don't know what happened, but they slammed right into the wall. And I'm going to tell you some numbers in a minute, which is kind of shocking. Not only did they make a hole in the wall, but the stones, and they're big stones. I mean, some of these are 80, 100-pound stones, went flying all the way across our driveway. And it was like a little grass field of stones across Mm -hmm. the driveway. And it happened uh, on a weekend, so... I saw all the stones. I took pictures of it. Do you know that that driver's insurance company had to pay the cost of reconstructing the stone wall, and they actually paid to have somebody come in and pick up all the walls, all the stones, out of our parking yes. lot? So where you park your car right now. Right. Those, uh, there were stones day, there? There were stones there. Wow. And there were stones all the way over almost to the mailbox in our mm-hmm. parking lot. And I know for a fact, because I saw the bill, uh, they paid more than four thousand dollars just mm-hmm. to get the stones out of the parking lot, and mm-hmm. um, I mean it was a crazy number they had to pay. So, people should carry property damage insurance. Is Correct. What is that required mm-hmm. also? Um, it's the amounts. Um, is it technically required? No. Okay. Should you absolutely? So um, there's a good and example. I recommend a minimum of a hundred thousand. Okay. That is exactly. Um, People just, uh, they're not, uh, I, this is my pet peeve. When someone calls and says, I just want bare bones. I want to get my car on the road. And mm-hmm. they want bare bones. Okay. Um, we at Lance Family 
um, discourage that because people don't really quite understand what a bare bones policy is. Mm-hmm. Um, insurance is really all about risk. It's all about numbers and risk. So basically someone asking for a bare bones policy is now assuming the risk because when you have proper coverage, the insurance company is assuming the risk. Th- sure. That is the relationship okay. between um, our customer where the agent, the middleman, and then the company that holds the policy. So you are now assuming the risk. And again, in this day and age, people don't comprehend how expensive things can be. Mm -hmm. So not only if you assume the risk and you want a bare bones policy and something happens, now you don't have a car, you have um, bills that you have to pay that aren't covered, and you can be taken to court and sued, and liens can be put on your house, your pay can be docked, Um, So when I discuss this with a customer and I explain the money that they're paying, which seems like a lot when I explain to them what they're actually getting Mm -hmm. and that the risk is now being assumed by someone else, I think it makes more sense to people because let me tell you, I've been in a pub or two and I've heard my insurance agent and I'm like, well, you don't have that right. So once you explain to someone what they're getting, Mm -hmm. then they get it. I suppose if that same person was in a pub or two, hopefully they're not driving. Well, (laughs) not on my watch. (laughs) Well, the important point, however, is don't think that it necessarily costs a lot more to have proper coverage. But what you want to start out is to explain what the coverages are to people and Mm -hmm. then make sure they have the right types and the right amounts of coverage. Correct. So we know for liability, you have to have 20,000, 40,000 minimum, Mm -hmm. but that's really not enough, not in this day and age. Everybody thinks... Mm -hmm. Well, heck, all you have to do is look at all the ads on television, mm-hmm. and you've got lawyers on every street corner waiting to represent you if you've been in an accident. Absolutely. And that's mm-hmm. what happens. So make sure you get the right coverage. Now, what you want to do is give Cheryl Marciano a call. She's the office manager. She's licensed. She works with Peter Lance, and she's at Lance Family Insurance Agency. You can reach her at 774 992 0789. So here's the question I want to ask everybody listening today. When is the last time you asked an insurance agent to simply review your policy Mm -hmm. and see if you have proper coverage? Because you don't want to wake up someday and find out that you've had an accident and, oh my gosh, I didn't realize I didn't have that kind of coverage. And if you don't have enough liability, you could be on the receiving end of a lawsuit and boy, that's going to cost you a lot of money. Absolutely. So we talked about liability insurance. We talked a little bit about property damage, which is damage to somebody else's property. You want to carry enough in that department. How about collision and comprehensive? What's the difference between collision or comprehensive insurance? So comprehensive insurance in layman's terms is sort of um, not so much. It's kind of like an act of God. Tree falls on your car. uh, Deer runs out in front of you. um, Rock off the back of a truck. Um, that's that, that's all comp yeah. and, and that happens a lot. And in Massachusetts, glass coverage is, is, um, covered. So where comp is very, very important is, you know, number one, if you travel, uh, a lot extensively, and I will tell you, I had a friend, um, have a deer literally run out in front of her and it totaled the car. Wow. It's a very large animal. Um, and you and I are going to talk about um, an instance with you as well, mm-hmm. maybe. We won't talk about that on the air, however. Nope. 
but, but I'm in the middle of a claim right now where I hit mm-hmm. an animal and mm-hmm. it's caused over four thousand dollars in With damage, the damage to, to a car. my car, mm-hmm. and it wasn't my fault because Correct. that particular uh, dog owner had four dogs, all of the. Uh, um, I'm not sure what the variety is. Aggressive varieties. Aggressive varieties, and they were roaming in a pack. They weren't licensed. They were roaming in a park. They crossed out in the road. I'll, I'll tell the story so you yep. don't have to get into it. They um, eight o'clock at night. Um, it was a car coming toward me. Uh, this is very close to my home. A car was coming toward me. Um, the dogs went between that car coming toward me and my car, and the other driver hit a dog first. That dog was not killed, fortunately. Mm-hmm. And then almost instantaneously, um, I hit the next dog. Uh, that dog did not survive, Correct. unfortunately. But $4,000 in damage to my car. So mm-hmm. it's expensive, and you have to have the right kind of insurance to take care of that. So if somebody has an older car, um, and let's say they had financed it, they had paid it off, and do they still need to carry collision insurance? Um, I always recommend to carry both comp and collision. Um, there comes a certain point um, where you might say it's all about the deductible. So, um, you know, I never advise not carrying collision. That is is me. But you can if you have an older car that you're willing to walk away from. So that's basically you say to yourself, you know, my car is 40 years old. Um, well, and if an something were to happen to it, well, in that's, bad condition. That's worth a lot of money. Oh, and let's not forget, we do um, antique policies at Lance Family Insurance as okay. well. That's good to know. Just throw that in. Well, let me ask you a real question that I, I don't know the answer to. You can probably answer. What's the difference between collision and comprehensive? Because I don't understand that. Well, I, like I just said, so collision is basically, obviously, when two cars collide, you hit something, okay. you destroy something. Comp, the only layman's terms I can, is we kind of say it's an act of God. Okay. So that is when you're driving down the highway and a tree falls on your car. All right. Or if your car suddenly caught on fire and that happens once in a while on the highway, you see that. That's comprehensive. Um, That would be comprehensive. Because there's no collision involved. There's no collision involved. Okay. But comp, ironically enough, some people do get confused when they collide with a large animal. Okay. Um, They think that's under their collision, but it's not. It's under Mm. comp. By the way, I'm going to mention, um, I'm, I'm going to give you a quick quotation from Will Rogers, For first of all. Even if you're on the right track, you'll just get run over if you just sit there. <laughs> I like Will Rogers. But you know what I want to mention? Um, have you ever gone down the road, and I've gone, in the last six months, I've seen deer cross in front of me at mm-hmm. least six or seven times. I live in an area that's a little rural, and the deer usually travel in more than one one person, one deer at a time. Usually, if there's one deer, watch out. There's another one mm-hmm. with it, or sometimes there's two. Mm-hmm. And usually, when I see deer, they're like three together. And if you see one, you better hit your brakes because Absolutely. there's going to be another deer right behind. And a couple of years ago, out by UMass Dartmouth, by the way, um, actually a number of years ago because my daughter was in high school at the time, she hit a deer at night. It was around 10 o'clock at night. And she... Um, called it did damage to the car she was driving and she called the police and she called home and she was crying she said i've just hit a deer and i don't know if i've injured the deer or if it's dead or what happened and Mm -hmm. of course being a father at the time you jump in your own car and you go out and find out what's going on we couldn't find the deer so the deer must have been maybe injured but at least it wasn't injured badly Mm -hmm. enough but it took out a whole fender in her car that she had to have replaced caused a lot of damage to the car 
So mm-hmm. I just told her to drive more carefully after that. And every once in a while I would say, well, you killed Bambi, you know. <laughs> oh, my goodness. No, but she actually said that. She said, I think I've killed Bambi. Yeah. It's, I said, well, no, I will tell you, um, for any of us, and we all know that, you know, I work for Hearts for Paws, whenever you hit an animal, it's almost always an accident. But it's a very emotional thing. Sure I know, is. Ray, that you were clearly distraught when that happened to you. So I do want to throw a little few things in here. What do you do if you hit an animal or a dog with your car? Call the Number police. one is call the police. Yeah. Absolutely. Number two is please don't leave the animal unattended. Don't just drive away from an injured animal. Remember that this animal, most likely, if it's not a wild animal, if it's a dog or cat, has a loved one nearby, most likely within four to five houses. Um, So I wanted to put that out there. And here's another thing. For people who own animals, you need to be responsible for your animals as well because you might not know this, but if your animal causes damage to someone else's property, your homeowner's insurance is liable for that. Um, so I'm going to come back to that subject yes, in a minute. when we get into homeowners. We're going to take a, a small break. Okay. Um, we're near the break time. Um, but I do want to come back and basically say mm-hmm. uh, in, the, in the situation that I was in, the dogs were not licensed. And Correct. They're, they're required to be. Mm-hmm. Uh, you have responsibility. So we're going to talk about that under the umbrella of homeowner's insurance. Absolutely. We are going to talk about homeowner's insurance and a few other things when we come back. I'm going to leave you with a quick quote from Woody Allen. There are worse things in life than death. Have you ever spent an evening with an insurance salesman? <laughs> so on that note, Ray, stay tuned. Uh, this is a life insurance salesman we're talking oh, about. Oh, life insurance. Okay. Okay. Because I was going to say, you know that's not true when it comes to me. No, absolutely okay. not. Uh, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, when we come back, we're going to talk further with Cheryl Marciano and tell you some more really important information about protecting your car, your home, and things that are valuable to you. Stay tuned. Welcome back to Money Wise, <coughs> ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to the show that every Sunday morning is intended to give you useful information that will help protect your family and protect your money and give you a lot of useful advice, hopefully, that you can take with you and learn something from. Money Wise is brought to you every Sunday morning by USA Wealth Group. Give us a call at 508 998 8858. We want to make sure you have a great retirement. And remember one thing about retirement, ladies and gentlemen, you only get one retirement, so you better get it right. That's what we're here to help you for. We also have a number of affiliated companies. Uh, Lance Law Inc. is located at the same address. They do mostly work in the area of estate planning, nursing home protection, real estate, and things of that nature. Um, A long history. They do really good work. But this morning, we're talking with Cheryl Marciano, who's the office manager from Lance Family Insurance Agency, and she gives me inspiration to talk a lot faster than I normally talk. So (laughs) welcome back, Cheryl. Thank you. It's nice to be back. Cheryl, here's my first quotation on the next half hour. People who live in glass houses should take out insurance. Absolutely. Especially, right? (laughs) Especially, yes. And I will, I'll have to interject this, glass houses today not only includes your your structure, but in this day and age of everyone being on Facebook mm-hmm. and um, the lawsuits that are out there, folks, um, you can't just go on Twitter and Facebook um, and say things. Um, we actually have, there's an endorsement that is on your homeowner's policy called personal injury. And that little endorsement, if you are on Facebook or Twitter 24 seven, 
Um, my advice is to speak to your agent and perhaps look at that endorsement. Because in case you get sued for libel and slander? Correct. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, that's really interesting to know. I hadn't thought of that before. I, I guess most importantly, don't say things on Facebook that you don't want to see repeated because it's out there forever. It is it? forever. Well, an unknown author once said, insurance is the only product that both the seller and the buyer hope is never actually used. Correct. But you need the protection. Uh, mm-hmm. You absolutely need the protection. Uh, I've had a situation recently where I've got a claim because of an animal, an unlicensed animal. If you have animals that are required to be licensed in your city or town, you really ought to pay attention. You really mm-hmm. ought to get it licensed. But more importantly, you ought to carry insurance. So even if you're a renter, even if you're a tenant in a house, you're not yes. a homeowner, mm-hmm. number one, you ought to carry a tenant policy, right? Because that covers Absolutely. you for lots of things. Absolutely. So um, since the area we live in, there are lots of um, multiple um, homes. Um, lots of times people nowadays, the landlord requires you to carry a tenant policy. Um a tenant policy now, does protect you. Right there. you. Let me stop mm-hmm. you right there for a minute, uh, Cheryl Marciano. What you just said is very important. Mm-hmm. If you're a landlord today and you're it's renting a three-family and you're renting two apartments and you're living in one, boy, one of the things you really ought to do is you ought to require that your tenant carry their own tenant policy. Correct. Otherwise, if they have a loss and they don't have insurance, they could end up suing the mm-hmm. owner of the house. Yes. So, so when you think of all the three families and six family mm-hmm. homes in mm-hmm. greater New Bedford area, Fall River area, mm-hmm. if you're the landlord, it doesn't cost a lot of money for the tenant to have their own policy. And what you want to do is you want to make sure that not only do they have a policy that protects them and their mm-hmm. contents and their liability, but there's an, an endorsement on it that says that policy can't be canceled unless the landlord is given maybe 15 days notice. Correct. Mm-hmm. So if I would so, not rent to anybody today if they didn't yes. have a, t- a rent. Tenant policy. policy basically protects the tenant as well as the property owner. Mm-hmm. So there's many different types of of homes. So you have condos, you have uh, apartments, you have secondary homes, primary homes. Um, so with the landlord situation, their vested interest is the building. Right. So they they they're and a lot of people are under the impression that. Oh, well, my landlord has insurance. I have insurance. That's not necessarily true. No, and it's fairly inexpensive to carry a renter's policy, isn't it? A tenant policy. Absolutely. And it also covers your belongings when you're off the premises as well. Mm -hmm. So things inside your car. um, And those things are not covered, ironically, by your auto policy. Right. And I always uh, wonder, talking about auto policies and car policies, I always wonder when I rent a car, it seems like extra money that you have to pay to rent a car for insurance, mm-hmm. like collision insurance. Let me just ask my yep. question first. She's already anticipating uh, my question. I know where he's going. So <laughs> when you look at it, it looks like it's expensive because it can be mm-hmm. 10 to $12 a day when you're renting a car to carry this additional coverage. Yes. Should you carry it? I recommend highly that you carry it. Um, your insurance follows you. We understand that. You have to have insurance to rent, uh, rent a car. Mm-hmm. Um, but here's a specific inc- incident. So um, you have a beautiful rented car. You decide you're going to spoil your fiance and get this expensive convertible. And you crack it up. You hit a telephone pole. 
all right, well, they put you in another car and you think you go on your merry way, correct? No, because what is not covered under your auto policy is what they are, you have to read what they're offering you. Um, it's called loss of use. Loss of use is on a lot of different policies. This particular loss of use is now they are going to come after you for the income that would have been generated had the car not been put in the shop. So when you're renting a car, you might See? think it's an extra amount of money to put that additional insurance that on. That 12 to $15 a day is worth every penny. But you really ought to carry it. And especially if you happen to be going uh, to a foreign country, you're out of the country. Yes. That's much more important. Uh, mm-hmm. Make sure you've got insurance. I got into a dispute mm-hmm. with uh, Hertz once because... Um, Oh, this is a little hint, too. When you're renting a car, you know, everybody's got a cell phone with them today, right? Yes. Go around the car before you rent it and before you drive it off the lot and take pictures of the outside of the car. Um, I didn't do that once. I saw a couple of scratches, and they had noted it on the rental contract. Mm -hmm. When I brought the car back, nothing further had been touched. They said there were additional scratches and dents that weren't there before. I actually had that happen to a friend in Europe as well. And I get into a dispute about that. And I actually think it's a little bit of a scam. So you are correct to always photo the inside and outside of a car, especially in a foreign country. But it wasn't a huge amount of money, but they did tack on another 80 or $100 onto my bill. And the damage was clearly there before I took it out. Protect yourself. Take some pictures. Take the time to go around, especially in a foreign country, go around the vehicle with a rental agent. And if you see something that isn't noted on the contract, you tell them put a notation of that. Otherwise, it probably is a scam. So and and a when you – and this is how it works. When you are checking in your, your car, especially overseas, mm-hmm. you probably only have, what, a 35-minute window, 40-minute window. You're going to drop the car off. You're going to go to the airport. What is basically going to happen? You're going to say, oh, it's only $50. Let's just pay it. Yeah. We're going to miss our flight. And that yeah. is truly what happens. Or today they want to make it convenient for you. So you just leave the car, you leave the keys, you don't mm-hmm. even have to check out. They'll they'll check the car and send you an email contract or something like yeah. that. Yeah, and a bill. Well, anyway, little hint. Yep. So speaking of traveling, uh, did you ever hear of Henny Youngman? Did you ever hear that name? He is a comedian, isn't he? Yes, he said, just get back from a pleasure trip. I took my mother-in-law to the airport. <laughs> I like Henny Youngman. Oh, my goodness. I like... Uh, I like all these little quotes and things that you come up with that you find. I truly do. Well, it takes some work to yeah. find them, but they're fun. Yeah. So here's one you have to think about for a second, Cheryl. We're talking with Cheryl Marciano. He's asking me to think. Okay. Got to think about this one. Okay. When God sneezed, I didn't know what to say. <laughs> Get it? You have to think about that one a little bit. All right, we'll move on. Alrighty. That's, that's a little obscure. I'll give you a few that others was. afterwards. Mm-hmm. Well, let's continue our discussion about Where are we going to move next? We could really homeowners. be here all day, you know. Well, we, we could be we, here all we day. We won't be. People, I know. People's ears would get tired. Exactly. <laughs> My children say that to me all the time. You, their ears get tired? <laughs> yeah. I they can, actually ask me to be quiet. That. I, could, yes. I, could, I could sympathize with I'm that. I'm not allowed to sing in the shower. Well, Did can you imagine know that too. We'll close the door. Both my children have beautiful, beautiful voices gifted by their dad. Very talented man. But I, on the other hand, uh, I have the gift of gab, uh, but tone deaf. Oh, okay. Well, then we won't encourage you to sing this morning. Mm -hmm, Not today. Well, um, one message I think is really important to get out before we run out of time at the end of the show. And when this little clock here says 50, we we have to be totally done. So that's your cue to 
Don't say another word. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) You can talk the rest of the day if you like. But here's a really important thing, ladies and gentlemen. Don't just think, wow, this is interesting information. Take the time to pick up your policy, your homeowner's Mm -hmm. policy, your car insurance policy, and look at it real quickly. But then do something even more important. Give Cheryl a call and go get your policies looked at. Mm -hmm. She can tell you a couple of things. Number one, she can tell you whether you have the right coverages that you need to have. Mm -hmm. And how many times have you ever looked at a policy and asked yourself, I wonder if I have what I really need? Number two, and even more importantly, is it possible to save some money? So I have a little chart in my hand right now, and we're not going to talk about totals and monthly totals and so forth, but Cheryl has been doing a really bang-up job of saving money for people. Mm -hmm. So when she looks at policy, she's going to look at two specific things. One, do you have the kinds of coverages that you ought to have? Mm -hmm. Two, are you paying too much, and can you get that same coverage or even better coverage, and save money at the same time. And um, I'm going to turn off my cell phone real quick because I didn't do it this morning. (laughs) So that's what that little ringing noise is. Mm -hmm. Actually, it's a reminder to stop talking. No. (laughs) But I want to give you a a couple of quotations here. Um, Mm -hmm. I'm looking at differences. I'm looking at old policies. Um, This is a car policy for somebody uh, you, there must be multiple vehicles. It was $3,522. You got them coverage for $2,699. You saved them uh, $873, if I'm looking at the right columns Correct. here. Mm-hmm. Uh, this one here, uh, another auto policy, you save somebody $557 for a year. That's a lot of money. This Another one I'm looking at was $665. Uh, these are mostly car insurances I'm looking at, but You've done the same thing on homeowners policies, haven't you? Correct. And I and I have to say, um, I'm looking at all those people, and in each and every case, um, not only were they paying too much, I saved the money and got them better coverage at the same time. Um, but I've, heard been, some, I've heard some pretty big numbers too, like yes. $1,500 yes. and that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Those are incredible amounts of money. Mm-hmm. So you know what, ladies and gentlemen, it's really worth it just mm-hmm. to get your coverages checked. Correct. Um, it, how long, it's how long free, does it take? Um, to do a coverage review, just to go through. Um, you have to do due diligence. I do. <laughs> I ask you an awful lot of questions. Okay. So um, there's lots of things that insurance policies depend upon. And a lot of things is, is I know people who will have the same policy for 20, 30 years. It just comes in and they pay it. Again, have you done renovations? Have uh, you had life-changing events like... Um, there's a lot of factors that go into a policy. Um, the, the worst thing is when somebody calls on the phone and says, um, yeah, I just bought a car and I want you to tell me uh, how much it's going to cost. Or I just bought a home and can't you give me a ballpark? Um, it, we at Lance won't do that because it's proximity. It's your claim history. It's um, uh, does the bank require this? Does the bank require that? Are you in a flood zone? Are you in a flood zone? Do you have so, dogs? What kind of dogs do you exactly. have? Exactly. Or in the instance where that um, I had a gentleman call me and say, well, my insurance was canceled, and I really don't know why. And clearly, I'm looking at the same letter he is, and it says exotic animals on oh. the property. What's an exotic animal? Well, an exotic animal <laughs> could be something like a very large boa constrictor. Oh, really? Wow. Spiders snakes, illegal wolf breeds. This gentleman 
had a very large snake sitting in his bow window. Well, maybe he didn't. Right there. Maybe, maybe he didn't have a person to wrap around him at night, so he wanted no, to have a snake wrap around yes. him. Yes. And, you know, know, so um, I try to do the best I can to pull that information from people because that is the best way. And, you know, um, you should reevaluate your auto needs, your, your homeowner needs, because just like anything else, you change year to year. Okay, you know? so let's let's talk about homeowner's insurance for a minute. Um, I heard once that you need to keep track of your coverages. You just mentioned somebody putting new windows in and new mm-hmm. roof, putting additions, improving the value of the home. Mm-hmm. If you don't keep up with the right amount of coverage for the house and you have a loss, then you could be a co-insurer with the insurance company is my understanding. Right. So I've heard in the past, and I'm not sure if this is correct, that you need to cover at least 80% of replacement value of the home. Yes. That's the minimum. You should have 80% for coverage A dwelling. But if you have a really old policy and your house is appreciated in value or you've done a lot of improvements Mm -hmm. to it, and maybe now it turns out that you've only got 50% mm-hmm. and you have a loss, then you become a co-insurer with the insurance company. In other words, right. you got to pay part of the bill. Right. And it doesn't mean if you have, let's say you have a real simple example, a $200,000 house, you've only got $100,000 replacement coverage mm-hmm. on the home, and you have a $50,000 loss, just because you have $100,000 coverage doesn't mean they're going to pay $50,000. Correct. They're going to pay it the percentage depends. to value. So right. you got a hundred. The house is worth two hundred. You got fifty percent coverage. Mm-hmm. Now you got a fifty thousand dollar loss. They'll pay twenty five thousand. Mm-hmm. You're going to pay twenty five thousand out of your pocket. Right. That's how it works. So, in the most important thing, like I say, um, people worry about the value of their home. So market value is different than replacement cost. Um, uh, and, and a clear example of this is, you know, somebody has a beach house, nice little shack. They only use it in the summer. It's on Sandwich Beach. And they tell me, oh, no, my property's worth a million dollars. Well, your property might be worth a million dollars. But to rebuild that nice little shack that has no mortgage is probably, I don't know, 80000 You know, it's got no insulation. It's got, So property value is very, very um, market driven. Replacement cost is exactly what it is. And, and all insurance agents have access to what's called a replacement cost estimator. So this and is you really... plug in all the information and it tells you how much it would cost to rebuild that home from the ground up. Okay. So insurance is a little complicated. It is complicated. But the most important takeaway we want from this is to at least get your policies reviewed. reviewed. To make yeah. sure you have the right amount of coverage. And you can mm-hmm. do that by giving Cheryl Marciano a call at Lance Family Insurance Agency. You can also visit her at Cheryl at LanceFIA.com. And if you forget the numbers, you can always just call uh, me, Ray Lance. You can call at 508-998-8858. We're happy to help you. Um, We're going to run out of time here very shortly. Mm -hmm. We've only got six or seven minutes left. And I guess two important topics I really want to talk about. Shoot. But first, I have to give you another quotation from... Henny Youngman. Oh. My grandmother is over 80 and still doesn't need glasses. Drinks right out of the bottle. <laughs> that I like. You like that one? <laughs> I'll give you one more from Henny. Okay. Okay. I once wanted to become an atheist, but I gave up. They have no holidays. That's exactly true. <laughs> now, with that to lighten your mind, mm-hmm. um, I want to ask you a couple of questions. One, real quickly. 
I've always said, we did a show recently where we talked about types of tenancies and how to own your home. And one of the things I said is always make sure you have a homestead on your house. Mm -hmm. Um, There's an automatic homestead anyway under Massachusetts law for $125,000. But if you put a piece of paper on record in the registry, now you can get $250,000. And if you're over 62 and you put the declaration of homestead on record, it's $500,000. That's a good form of cheap liability protection. Correct. But the other thing that I've told people on that program, and I've always told people in my office, make sure you have a liability umbrella rider on your homeowner's policy. Mm -hmm. And do you agree with that? Um, So umbrella policies are a wonderful thing. They're exactly what they say. Um, They are, they go above and beyond your current liability when those liabilities have been exhausted. So they cover your auto and your home. And um, from my research and everything that I've done, um, a a million dollar policy is fairly inexpensive. And if they go online and do the research, um, for most people, it it, it should be anywhere from two to 250 for a million dollar um, umbrella policy mm-hmm. to be added on. Um, it's really pennies on the dollar. Um, if you, it, and it's really that umbrella that covers a catastrophic event. Okay. So we've only got a few minutes left. I mm-hmm. want to talk very quickly about discounts. Yes. Now, discounts are really important, ladies and gentlemen. Mm-hmm. And if you have more than one vehicle in the household, mm-hmm. or if you own your home and you have um, cars, Auto. Mm-hmm. if you put them together? Does it mm-hmm. have to be with the same company typically? So um, there's a multitude of different kinds of discounts. So um, the best way is for us to review you. Um, different companies have different discounts. Um, sometimes it's better to bundle. Sometimes it isn't. Okay. Um, it all depends. Um, they give lots of companies give green discounts, multiple discounts. What's a green discount? A green discount is when you go paperless. Okay. So you do your payments online instead of with Everything would be, yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, you if have you, if you a student pay- away discounts. A lot of people don't know they have that. Student what? Student away. If your away. child away. is in college for nine months and doesn't come home and doesn't use the car, oh. you get a discount for that. That's important to know because yep. uh, a, a kid driving a car mm-hmm. you know, will cost you more money in your car exactly. insurance. Exactly. So that's and really And good student discounts if you provide their college or high school um, Transcript. semester transcripts. Yeah, there's discounts for that. How fascinating. Never Alarm that discounts. Before. Yeah. So if you have alarms in your house, so in my house I have alarms and I have cameras, both. Mm-hmm. So I can get discounts. A substantial for that. discount for that. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you pay your policy in full, I know some people do that. Yeah, discount. discount for mm-hmm. that. Um, uh, what about if you have a good driving record, accident forgiveness discounts? Yeah. Yeah. So um, each and every every company is slightly different and slightly different discounts, but it's really searching for those discounts. Okay. If you miss the discounts, you're really doing your customer disjustice. So you you really try to find them. Okay. If you are have an older car, it might not have airbags, but a newer car would have airbags. Mm-hmm. So those are called yep. passive restraints. You get discounts yep. for that. Mm-hmm. Okay. So we talked about discounts. We talked about the fact that if you have Sometimes you can bundle your homeowner's insurance together with car insurance. Mm -hmm. And if you have, like you said, it varies from company to company. So if you have policies all with the same company, you might get a discount for that. Yes. Okay. Some people give loyalty discounts. That's another great one. Um, And let's not forget, Ray, (laughs) when you hit 65, everybody gets a little discount. Oh, okay. Just for a short period of time. (laughs) 
Why? You've earned it. Why, why just for a short period of time? Uh, because actually, as you get older, at a certain point, then your insurance oh. does start to go up. Then it yes. costs you more money. Yes, we can talk about that in another show. All right. So, <laughs> gosh, this is pretty complicated stuff. It is complicated stuff. Mm-hmm. But I will just summarize this little point and say, if you're not investigating your policies, if mm-hmm. you're not at least checking out whether you're getting all the discounts you're entitled to, I mean, this is why when you review policies, you can end up saving money. Yes. And asking your clients the correct questions, finding out exactly what they need, what they don't need. We actually right now are working on a gentleman who's completely overinsured and has been for quite some time. Well, I've seen that before in the area of long-term care insurance. I've seen people with uh, $300 a day coverage for a lifetime and they were spending a fortune on it. And Mm -hmm. we cut them back to a five-year period and, you know, a smaller amount and saved them a lot of money. Mm -hmm. So- Here's a question we're going to leave you with because we're just about out of time, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, first of all, I'd like to say a very big thank you to Cheryl Marciano. Uh, this lady can talk. And <laughs> thank you for being a guest today. Thank you. It was and a joy. It's, it's been fun. Good. Um, if, you ha- if you go to your local insurance agent that you've been with for a long time and say, by the way, I'm entitled. am I entitled to any discounts? And all of a sudden they say, oh, sure, you're entitled to discounts. Here, we can do this for you and save this for you. Why haven't they told you that before? Mm-hmm. You know, why haven't they said, gee, let's review your policy and see if we can save you some money? If they're not doing that, um, go visit Lance Family Insurance Agency. So, Cheryl, um, I'm going to leave you with one last quotation, ladies and gentlemen. Here it comes. This is Will Rogers. No, this is a good one. Be thankful we're not getting all the government we're paying for. Oh, boy. Will <laughs> well, thank you so much, ladies and gentlemen. Take some action. If you can get better coverage and save money, why aren't you doing it? Give us a call and we can help. And thank you so much for listening.